0: hey waffle gang i do hope you are well my name is mark and today we're checking out some more ah uh, slash Matter butthole mixed with some relationships too and if you do love a reddit story why not consider in that like subscribe maybe that notification bell too and do not forget it is pet text tuesday where we share your pets throughout the video as well through various screenshots you guys send me and if you'd like your pet featured in a pet text tuesday don't forget to send it to me at mark narrations over on twitter with the hashtag pet text tuesday to allow me to be able to share them throughout the video and let's crack on with today's first story much love guys now today's story comes from confused bride 234 and it says am i the asshole for not stopping my mother-in-law from wearing white now, there's lots of words that required me to look up pronunciations within this story. So if I do get it wrong, I apologize. I did try looking them up, but I'm still not sure if they were correct or not. So I'm sure you'll correct me anyway. And the story does come with updates too. So I'm so confused. Please help. I'm getting married soon and we're having a traditional wedding. I'm Indian. My fiance isn't, but he was fine having an Indian wedding. My mother-in-law asked me if she could wear white to our wedding. I said sure and now my fiance is really mad at me. He says she's going to try and steal the spotlight and she'll definitely show up wearing a long white dress and it was very irresponsible of me to just agree like that. The thing is, one, I'm not going to be wearing a white bridal dress. I'll be wearing a traditional red dress that due to the design, linger, type of silk and embroidery is very distinctive. So even if my mother-in-law does wear a white wedding dress, It's not like it'd be the same. Also, this may be dumb, but I don't really get what the big deal is if my mother-in-law wears white, even if I was also going to. As long as the groom doesn't get confused and marry the wrong person. How does it matter? Sorry if this is dumb, but my fiancé is really upset that I didn't stop my mother-in-law and I just need some help understanding. I didn't mean to upset him. Edit. My fiancé knows what my wedding dress will look like. He has seen it. Edit 2. For those asking if mother-in-law knows how my wedding dress looks, I'm not sure. We have discussed what the wedding will be like. She hasn't been to an Indian wedding before, but I don't think we explicitly discussed what I will be wearing. I feel like she was confused when I said she is free to wear white, but that might be me projecting because the whole conversation was a bit confusing for me. So then some people were asking OP for some additional info, so third tries to charm says info. What's your fiancé's relationship with his parents like? Why did his mum ask you rather than checking the etiquette with him? Wipy replies saying, He is not particularly close with his parents, but it's not a very strained relationship either. He always told me they were just very different people. I did ask her why she was asking me more because I was confused about the etiquette and she told me that you're supposed to ask the bride. Purple Puff says, Not the asshole because you probably don't know. But in other cultures, only the bride wears white. Other people who ask or try to wear white, most often the overbearing and rude mother-in-law in in movies are trying to steal the spotlight from the bride and groom. It's typically that kind of move. i will talk to your mother-in-law and tell her that you and your fiancé, it's important that you approach this situation as a team instead of just blaming it on him, Would rather have her wear something else to your wedding. Also, is it common for other women to wear white to an Indian wedding? Because if so, then you'd better explain that to your fiance and maybe discuss the whole wearing white policy. Opie replies saying, white is actually worn in funerals, but it's plain white clothes, not elaborate gowns like in Western weddings. Typical people wear bright colors in Indian weddings. I mean, you could wear white, but most people don't. Raindrop says, not the asshole. Does she know you are wearing red? If your fiancé is mad though, it indicates to me that she asked because she wanted to one-up you. Likely because of existing behaviours of hers that he is already aware of. Boopy replies saying, now that you mention it, she might not. We've definitely discussed that it will be an Indian wedding, but she might not have realised how different the dresses are. And one more from Gloomy Marzipan who says, not the arsehole. I commented earlier, but didn't think I did so well the first time. Your fiancé is probably upset because it's the ultimate in cliché monster-in-law movies unless she's just naive. Mothers tend to do this because they want to be the center of attention. She may have something against you or maybe she just can't handle not being the star of the show. There's also an ick factor because wearing white at a wedding kind of makes it look like she's trying to marry her own son. It sounds like your fiancé is trying to make sure you are the star of the wedding. He might also be expecting some more bad behavior on her part and thinks the dress is just the first step. Sit down with him and ask him to explain why he is specifically upset about this. Let him know you aren't concerned since your linger is red, not white. So her attempt to steal attention is pretty weak. He might still be upset because of his mother's behavior. I'd suggest letting him address it with her. which OP replied saying, Thank you, this helps me understanding things so much better. It is pretty icky of a mother-to-be dressed like her son's wife. Now I'm starting to wonder if she knows I'm not going to be wearing white. Now much like the comments said from what OP's partner said in this. It feels like mother-in-law does have a history or has at least said something in the past. That relates to this whole white dress and trying to get the spotlight and things like that. But I think she's in for a a very rude awakening. If she tends to turn up to an Indian wedding in a white dress. From what I've seen, and I have very limited experience, so I'm only talking like from what I've seen on TV with Indian weddings, YouTube, and stuff like that. And they're absolutely amazing the colors that go on, lots of reds, oranges, gold patterns, and the whole thing just looks absolute wonderful. The celebrations and the dancing. In fact, I would love to go to one myself. (laughs) If this does go down the path, that I'm thinking of because the title says Am I the arsehole for not stopping my mother-in-law from wearing white? Is she going to turn up for this wedding wearing white? Possibly trying to upstage or, or whatever not realizing it's an Indian wedding and then just like <laughs> end up looking a bit of a fool. Whew, this could get very spicy indeed. So OP then later posts a couple of updates which said So as you all suggested I talked to my fiance about why he was concerned. He explained that his mother had previously joked that she would wear white and he had told her point blank that she wasn't allowed to do this. He didn't tell me about this because he didn't want to stress out. Apparently she has a tendency to steal attention throughout his childhood, which left some trauma. So basically when I told mother-in-law she could wear white, he was very upset that I'd given permission when he had categorically refused but he admitted it was wrong of him to get that upset when he hadn't shared any of the background information with me. We agreed that going forward, we would be better about communicating and made up, but then he wanted me to call up mother-in-law and tell her she couldn't wear white or else she was banned from the wedding, which I didn't really want to do because that sounded like a surefire recipe for open hostility. And like I said earlier, I don't actually have a problem with mother-in-law wearing white, I told him that he was welcome to tell her if he wanted, but he was insisting I have to tell her because I was the one who gave permission. It was starting to turn into an argument, so I showed him this post and all of your great advice. This really helped. It helped him realize that even if mother-in-law wore white, it wouldn't really stand out, at least not in a positive way. And he loved your guy's idea of not telling mother-in-law that I wasn't going to be wearing white, so we're probably offered to buy her a sari. But if she insists on wearing a white dress, we just won't stop her. Thank you to everyone who gave advice. I'll try to update after the wedding. And then we had an update from the fiancé's side of things, which said, update from Confused Bride's old fiancé. Old fiancé, that's a bit worrying. Given the way things turned out, it seemed fitting that I post this. and the previous posters, then fiancé. After Pia, Hopefully I got the name right. Not her real name posted. A lot of commenters said I was wrong for not dealing with my mother myself. And I was especially wrong for getting mad at Pia without telling her anything. I didn't want to admit it. But the more comments I read, the harder it was to brush off. I don't have a good relationship with my mother. She was the type to demand gifts on my birthday because I wouldn't be here without her. For 18 years, I never got to open presents myself. Looking back... Every event, from my games to graduation, was always about her. I always felt like my life and achievements were just an extension of her accomplishments. I think I suppressed my resentment because everyone around me always acted like this was normal. I didn't know how to cope with this, so I just tried to get as far away from her as possible. I applied to the furthest university I could realistically get in and stayed far away because anytime I had to go back home, it was the same story. At university, I was lucky enough to meet Pia. And for the first time, I started to like who I was. I didn't feel like I had to hide or play down my accomplishments or even my failures. And her family was so warm and welcoming. It felt like my childhood was just a nightmare of the past. I thought the best way to move past it was just to move ahead. I thought I'd be able to handle it now as an independent adult. After all, everyone says you're supposed to let sleeping dogs lie. in my worst moments, I felt jealous of my wonderful fiancé for having such a welcoming, loving family, even though they were treating me like one of their own. I was ashamed of my mother's behavior and the ugliness of my resentment, so I pretended everything was fine, and I invited my parents to my wedding. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique, and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot I don't really think i understood how important my wedding was to me i mean obviously the whole getting married to the girl in my dreams is huge but i mean the actual details of the whole ceremony i actually had a really clear vision of what i wanted in the wedding but a combination of my childhood trauma and the notion that wedding is the bride's day and not something men are supposed to care about made me unable to express it I also didn't understand how badly I wanted an event that would be about me and not my mother. This unholy cocktail of repressed and suppressed feelings led me unfairly lashing out at Pia when my mother tried her old tricks. At that moment, I forgot white wasn't the bridal color in Indian weddings. I just felt a cold sweat that another precious moment would be hijacked by my mother. I think Pia was shocked by my outburst because she had never seen me like this and made that post just to get some perspective. Neither of us imagined the ramifications it would have. I read every comment at least 10 times, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. Unwanted memories kept invading my head, no matter how much I tried to bury my head in work or exhaust myself by exercising. I ended up having an actual meltdown that night. I was sobbing and crying. It was probably my ugliest moment. The next morning, I half expected to wake up alone and get a text that the wedding was off. Instead, incredibly, Pia stayed with me. She convinced me to go to therapy, encouraged me through the first few hellish sessions and gave me space when I needed it. Therapy really helped. I was able to understand why I was feeling angry and upset and how to deal with it beyond just trying to ignore it. I apologized to Pia earlier, but it let me actually be honest with her about my family. It really transformed our relationship. I took over the wedding preparation with the help of my in-laws. This turned out to be great for all of us. I got to actually design my dream wedding. My mother-in-law later told me she was really relieved that we switched because my lovely peer didn't really care any which way about the colors or flowers and had virtually no input on any of it as long as we were getting married. You might have realized from her post that she is a nonchalant and easygoing person. She used to joke that she was fine just exchanging garlands and calling it a day. My mother-in-law was also very encouraging and patient in letting me voice my input and even found things I didn't have but loved, like riding a horse to the ceremony. We have a run joke that I seem more like her son than Pia because our taste is so similar. And the actual wedding went really, really beautifully. Pia was ready to rescind my parents' invitations completely after everything. But her terrifying little sister suggested we invite anyway as a final sort of fuck you. To show them I wasn't alone anymore and no matter what they tried this time, things would go my way. I have to admit that did appeal to me. So we decided to invite them for the third day of the ceremony. And it worked even better than I imagined. First, it helped that my mother had no real idea what an Indian wedding is like. So when she showed up in a long white tulle ball gown, security actually thought she had the wrong address and didn't let her in. This was actually something I didn't plan. The fraud of seeing my mother fuming by the gate while other guests were let in was delicious. Secondly, compared to the embroidered silks and sleek satins of Indian clothes, my mother's ball gown honestly looked frumpy. Instead of stealing the show, she just looked like she didn't belong. This was accented by the jewellery, the machin shuri, and kangan, An earring and bindis worn compared to a much more sparse look. Pia looked especially beautiful in a red Lenga choli, with intricate henna covering her hands and feet. I'm probably biased since she's my wife, but she has the most beautifully inky hair and it looks stunning adorned with gajra and gold bilai on her braid. Indian brides also wear something called a mathapati, which looks like a crown. It definitely made her look like a princess i actually forgot about my parents and my insecurity and pretty much the rest of the universe because i couldn't stop staring at her then my mother tried really hard to interrupt the ceremony first she tried coughing but luckily pia's aunt sitting next to her gave her a cough drop then she tried to initiate a conversation but pia's five-year-old niece loudly said in that high-pitched voice of children that really projects don't you know it's rude to talk during weddings i'm five and i know that i later learned that she'd been contacted to respond this way by my wonderful terrifying sister-in-law the third time she tried to interrupt pia's cousin who has also been coached by sister-in-law jumped and loudly whispered that the food didn't seem to agree with my mother and needed to go to the bathroom immediately i'm sure you can guess the implication and basically pushed her away after that she stayed embarrassingly quiet for the rest of the ceremony Throughout all this, the pandichi never missed a beat and everyone else acted like she wasn't there. In the after party, the difference between my mother and everyone else was unpleasantly accented by her ignorance of Bollywood slash Tollywood dance skills, so she tried to refocus attention through conversation. She turned to my mother-in-law and started to complain about how hard it was to raise me. My mother-in-law, bless her heart, said, however difficult children are, they bring ten times as much happiness just by growing. Your son is such a wonderful young man. You must be so proud of him. My mother didn't like the direction of the conversation, so she turned to Pia and asked her if she was sure she wanted to be with me. This was after we had gotten married. Pia looked at her like she was a bit slow and said, why would I be marrying him if I wasn't sure? My mother loudly asked her again if she was really sure because I used to wet the bed. I haven't done that since I was eight, But there she was, loudly announcing it for all and sundry. At that moment, I really, really hated her. It felt like there was something stuck in my throat, but no words came out. But Pia didn't have that problem. You must be confused, she said. I was so confident, with a touch of concern, that my mother looked like she was actually confused. And she raised her voice so it could be heard over the music. Dear, my mother... I know we are family now, but it's much too soon right now, or ever, for me to hear about your bedroom activities. Then she dragged me away to the dance floor while people started to stare at my mother. Stupidly, the first thing I said in our first dance as a married couple was that my mother was right. Because I am the luckiest man alive. He had just squeezed my hand and told me it happens when children are put under stress and it wasn't my fault. That was pretty much the end of the problem. And I enjoyed the rest of my wedding, dancing, eating food, and talking with Pia. And now my wonderful family. I did see Pia and my sister-in-law having another talk with my mother later. But I was too far away to hear anything. It couldn't have been too bad because my sister-in-law smiled a lot. And my mother didn't try anything new for the rest of the party. By the end of the day, my mother looked incredibly constipated. But she hadn't managed to ruin anything. I felt so relieved when i said goodbye like a weight had just slipped off my feet and my knees felt weak it was the first time in my life that she hadn't taken over something that was supposed to be about me after that day i haven't heard any more sudden invasive memories of the past i feel so incredibly lucky to have married this girl and i feel like i might have done something really stupid after that fight If I hadn't seen so many strangers telling me the same thing until I couldn't ignore it. So in case anyone was still following this, I wanted to post a thank you. And there's something about stories like this that I absolutely love. When Opie's partner came into this one afterwards and expressed their true feelings and how they felt about the whole situation and how that changed over time when they went to therapy and start to realize about their past that they had to hide their accomplishments and even their failures and they weren't almost able to talk about it. But then the family that they've just gone into has made them realize like a whole new side of things. They've been warm and welcoming. And yes, of course, I going to feel a bit jealous about it. They admitted that themselves. I think it would be slightly natural when your past has been the complete opposite. He's not saying he hates his new family, he's saying he loves them to bits, but compared to his past, it's a completely different experience for him. And being able to plan his own wedding and the enjoyment he's getting from that with the family involved as well. Riding a horse in. Badass. I love the sound of that. (laughs) And it sounds like the family was already prepared for mother-in-law in the end. For her to just make an absolute ass of herself at your wedding. And I really hope it didn't cause you any tension during your day that she was there to begin with. I know you let her be there, but I hope it didn't cause you any anxiety at all and you just got to enjoy your day to the maximum because it sounded like an absolute wonderful time once again apologies for my pronunciations but what do you guys make of this situation how would you deal with it if you was op i think op dealt with it pretty well and i love the self-reflection let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and just a huge thank you for spending your time here today with us getting involved in the stories and in the channel in general always means the absolute world to me be kind to yourself and each other Jerry Springer say that (laughs) and much love to you that was unintentional (laughs) wake up get up stretch my legs eat some breakfast milk and eggs brush my teeth up Wash my face clothes on start my day wake up i can smell the smoke from the bacon let's go see the sun shining from the windows okay i know that's a damn ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me Keke Palmer.